Greetings. I'm Matt Matthews, one of the pastors here at First Pres in Champaign, and I'm happy to welcome you to our media ministry. Join us in person. We're located at the intersection of Church and State Streets, adjacent to Westside Park in downtown Champaign. Our traditional worship service is at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning, and on most of those Sundays, we offer French translation. Our contemporary services on Sunday begin at 11.15 a.m. When you come to First Pres, what you'll find, what I hope you'll find, is a community of people who support each other and who are passionate about making a difference in our community and beyond. You'll find relevant teaching for children and adults. We have at least a dozen Bible studies in small groups, including pickleball, that's right, pickleball, adult choir, a bell choir for all comers, and other programs and events designed to grow your faith and give you and me opportunities to serve. There's a place for you. I'm glad you tuned in. Josie and I will share scripture this morning from French and English. It comes from Jesus' Sermon on the Mount in chapter 6, a familiar passage. Listen for the word of the Lord. Whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And this word about the Lord's Prayer. When you are praying, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Pray then in this way. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven your, our debtors. And do not bring us to the time of trial, but rescue us from the evil one. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others... Neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This morning, the first 18 lines of my sermon are stolen. And I don't know where I got them from. I just know that the first 18 lines aren't mine. The rest is, but the first 18 lines aren't. I'd like to give credit where credit is due, and I just don't know where that is. This is a a prayer about the Lord's Prayer, and you've heard sermons like this before. Our Father who art in heaven. Yes. Don't interrupt me. I'm praying. But you called me. No. No, called you. I didn't call you. Uh, I'm praying. Our Father, who art in heaven... There, you did it again. Did what? You called me. You said, Our Father, who art in heaven... Well, here I am. What's on your mind? I didn't mean anything by it. I mean, I was, you know, just saying my prayers like I always do. I always say the Lord's Prayer. It makes me feel kind of like I'm fulfilling a duty. By the way, you, 
You sound really familiar. Do I know you? Of course I'm familiar. You pray to me every day. Of course you know me. Well, don't let me interrupt your prayer. Okay. Hallowed be thy name. Slow thy... down. Slow down. What did you mean by that? By what? By hallowed be thy name. It means... <clears throat> It means, that's a good question. Uh, it's one of those churchy words that I've never gotten. I don't really know what it means. It's just part of the prayer. So what does it mean? It means honored, holy, wonderful, revered, consecrated. Sort of a big word, isn't it? Yeah, I never thought about what hallowed meant before. I just thought it was one of those church things that I was never meant to understand. The church is full of words like that. Words like stewardship, tithing, eschatology, potluck. <laughs> you never hear those words anywhere else. Hallowed, holy, wonderful. Thanks. You're welcome. Are you finished praying? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Do you really mean that? Sure, why not? Are you doing my will on earth? Well, I'm limited in what I can do, of course, but I certainly don't want to stand in the way of you doing your will. That wasn't my question. My question is, are you doing my will on earth? Sure, I, I guess so. I go to church. I'm glad you go to church, but that only lasts two hours a week. I didn't say I went to Sunday school. <laughs> well, <laughs> then church only lasts one hour a week. Do you do my will the rest of the week? How do you spend the other 167 hours in your week? Well, I try to do your will. I guess, though, I'm a little cynical, and that's probably not your will. And I guess I'm a little selfish. That's probably not your will either. And I don't trust you like I probably should. And sometimes I'm racist and sexist and ageist. And I gossip sometimes. But usually somebody else starts it. <laughs> I guess I do have some other hang-ups. I could probably name a few others. So could I. When I pray that line in the prayer, I really do want your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. I do. If you want my will to be done, then you should do it. You should put your actions where your words are. I kind of thought that praying about it might be enough. I'm glad you pray. Keep on praying. And don't worry. Ultimately, my will will be done. But start doing more of it yourself, now, every day. Walk the talk. That's why you're here. Okay, I'll get right on it after I finish this prayer. This is taking a lot longer than it usually does. What's the rush? I don't know exactly, but I've never spent this much time praying before. No offense. I'm not a religious fanatic. You know, everything in moderation, praying too long cuts into my other activities. That didn't come out exactly right. Where was I? 
Give us this day our daily bread. Do you have plenty of bread? Yeah, I do. I have lots of bread. I don't even know why I pray this part of the prayer, to be honest. I can go to the grocery store and get food from all over the world. I've got plenty to eat. It's amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. You know, not everyone has as much food as you do. I want you to share your bread with others. Did you know that 34 million people in the United States are food insecure? I know every single one of them. I want you to do something about it. You. Some people think when my son Jesus said, you will always have the poor with you, that he meant the poor don't matter and that we can't do anything about poverty. Nothing could be farther from the truth. There's enough food for everybody if everybody shared. There's not a food shortage. There's a generosity shortage. This prayer isn't just about you, Matt. You didn't say, give me this day my daily bread. Jesus taught you to say the word us. That's everybody. So I'm glad you have enough bread. But what about others? Did Jesus teach you that the cup was only half full? You don't need to be stingy. I want you to be generous. I built you for generosity. It's in your bones. Praying the Lord's Prayer used to be sort of simple. <laughs> With you around, it's pretty intense and time-consuming. I've always been around. You just haven't noticed, maybe. I'm here, and I'm listening. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. How often and how well do you forgive others? How often? I knew you were going to bring something like this up. I knew it. Look, God, forgiving others is easier said than done. Besides, it seems everyone around me wants to get even. Have you noticed? They think, and sometimes I agree, that forgiving others is a sign of weakness. They don't want to forgive. What do you want? I know I should want to forgive, but sometimes I just want to get even, you know? I want to have the last word. I want to make those who have wronged me feel sorry. And where does that get you? Truth be told, it's tiring always trying to win, to be right. And I don't know a lot, but I know that being right isn't the same as righteousness. I also know from experience that revenge isn't sweet. Holding a grudge eats me up from the inside. It makes me feel hard and angry and broken. The times when I've forgiven others, though, feels pretty good. So keep trying. Let go of old hurts and hatreds. And remember, I forgive you, but you can't really be forgiven unless you forgive. You can't receive my love if your hands are full of hate. I always have forgiven you and I always will forgive you. But just because I forgive you doesn't mean that I don't expect something from you. I have given you a heart that can only be whole if you forgive others as I have forgiven you. There's no easy button on this. You keep trying and I'll keep helping. It helps me to know that I'm not alone. You know what I mean? I do. Anything else in your prayer? Yeah, yeah. Lead us not into temptation, into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
I won't lead you into temptation. That's not my gig. But it's everywhere, temptation, isn't it? And you always seem to find it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I always ask you to deliver me from it. I will never tempt you. Tough times come, but I don't lead you into tough times. Though I, I always am with you in tough times. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. People often forget that I have that power. You know, no offense, but I think people know that you have the power. They just think you're not going to use your power. They think that you're far away. Kind of are far away. Removed from our lives. Distant. Some people think that you don't want to get involved. And I don't blame you. It's messy down here. The people who believe I'm far away feel lonely. I know what it's like to feel lonely. You do? I sure do. I'm keenly aware that some people aren't able to feel my presence and some people can't seem to believe. That's where you come in. You remind them. You love them. You laugh with them. You sit with them. I'll reach them through your embrace that way. And that way, you'll be living what you call the Lord's Prayer. This is not the sort of praying I set out to do when I started. Living this prayer will definitely take some growing into. Which is one reason I gave you that prayer in the first place. If you pray it enough, really pray it, you will grow into it. I will shape you through it. I'll keep praying it. And maybe I'll listen a little more intently to the words I've been saying all those years. Words like, like hallowed. <laughs> That's a beautiful word that describes you well, if you don't mind me saying so. I don't mind at all. Hey God, are we having a conversation together? Or am I just saying my prayers? What's the difference? Thank you, God. Thank you and amen. Amen. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you for joining this podcast of First Presbyterian Church Champaign. Visit us at our campus at the intersection of Church and State Streets in downtown Champaign. And for more information, visit us online at www.firstpres.church. Have a great week.